0: The following is another classic hit sports presentation. KKBR Sports presents high school basketball.
1: Tries to get it in on the wing to Ramos, and it's going to be stolen away by Tobiasen. Tobiasen with the steal into the front court. Ortiz in an unguarded three is on the way, and it is good. Garrett hits his third three of the basketball game tonight.
0: It's a Fort Carney conference doubleheader from Wilcox as the ex basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit
1: Sports Club. Trampy has it on the right elbow, gets it to the baseline, bounce pass, a beautiful one through the baseline, into Paige Kirby, and Paige on the back side has an easy open layup.
0: The Axtell girls and Wilcox Hill boys have racked up wins in January. With the conference tournament just 10 days away, they look to keep the momentum rolling tonight. It's the Wildcats and Falcons coming up next, but first the New Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Wilcox Hill high school with KKPR sports director Doug Duda, right after the word with New Tech Seed.
1: And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Wilcox for Fort Carney Conference basketball action on this Friday night. A little late start uh, because of the JVs, but we'll be ready to go for the Falcons of Wilcox-Hildreth and the Wildcats of Axdale along with our producer-engineer Ed Smith. I'm Doug Guda. Glad to have you along with us for this doubleheader. And, boy, you know that sometimes of the year you're going to have some illness, some injury. We know that kind of the flu's been going around. But, folks, it's been a long time since I've seen – two teams like we're going to see here in this girls game that are fairly decimated. The one thing uh, for Wilcox-Hildreth is that their starters, for the most part, are intact. That is not the case for Axtell. When you look at the varsity roster, Wilcox-Hildreth has 14, 15 names. So does Axtell. For Wilcox-Hildreth tonight, they have seven of those players that will not be suiting up. For Axtell, they have five players on the roster. That are out tonight, and I mean their injuries, their illnesses, their flus. Some of them short term, some of them long term. So it could be a whole different ball game tonight. A uh, different five playing together, both trying to get wins. It's been a rough stretch here for the Wilcox-Hildreth girls. After winning the first three games of the year, they are one and nine since that time, and have not won here in 2017. And maybe they'll have a better chance tonight against an Axtell team that is state rated at 11 and three. But who knows when you start playing games without a core of your starting lineup. This is the new Tech Seed pregame show, the boys game. Kind of the same deal. Wilcox Hildreth is a little banged up, but they've been playing some really good basketball here. And uh, Axtell, we know the story with Axtell. They have just the one win. They have uh, everybody basically new after having ten seniors last year. And uh, they're just trying to get these kids uh, prepped up for the next year and in some cases two or three for the uh, freshmen and sophomores that they are starting but our girls game is up first we'll take a look at the starting lineup we'll run down some of the injuries and a whole lot more on the new tech seed pre-game show
3: seed expertise doesn't grow overnight which is why farmers in minden and the surrounding area rely on steve casper your hogemeyer seed representative depend on Hogemeyer Hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, Seed the Right Seed.
4: People you know, community people. People you know, community
5: people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know. Especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Mendon Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know.
2: Why choose a local independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? They represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to give you the best possible value. They're committed to their customers and their community. They work for you. They're very proud to support all the area athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight. Risk and insurance solutions with an office in Kearney, but coverage all over the area. RIS has you covered at home, in the automobile, and on the farm. So go see Bob or Roger at RIS today.
1: Time now to take a look at the starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. First off, for the Lady Cats of a- Axtell. number thirteen is a five foot five inch senior, Ashley Snell. Number fourteen is a five foot five inch junior in Caitlin Callen. Number fifteen is a five foot five inch senior, Reagan Miller. Number twenty one, five foot five inch junior, Paige Kirby, and we're not joking. Emmy Nichols also 5'5''. Where's number 22, and she is a junior. The head coach of the Wildcats is Kelly Cooksley, assisted by Eric Miller. Axtell comes in with a record of 11-3 and three on the season, ranked 10th in the World Herald, 7th in the Journal Star, in Class D2. Their losses came in their own holiday tournament to Arcadia Loop City and Blue Hill, and then they were also defeated by Elm Creek in a tight game that we had for you uh, just eight days ago. So uh, no bad losses for Axtell so far on the season. For the Lady Falcons of Wilcox Hildreth, number twelve is a five foot ten inch junior Sidney Wojchewski. Number twenty, a five-nine junior Rebecca Sadoff Beck. Number twenty-two a five-nine sophomore Abby Quadhammer. Number 34, 5'7", junior Carly Roop. And number 40, 5'10", sophomore Jordan Preston. The head coach of the Lady Falcons is Cody Whipke, assisted by Brent Penny and Brad Quadhammer. As we said, Wilcox Hildreth four and ten on the season, and those are the starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We will take a look at the injury situation and get you ready for high school hoops right after this.
6: Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist.
3: AgTech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer, Reggie and Chad Organson. They know what it means to offer full service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Organson with AgTech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technologies what they do. A very practical supporter of the Wilcox-Hildreth athletes. Good luck, Falcons.
7: The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone, keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust, what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes.
3: There is
0: supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get.
1: Time now for our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Folks, here we go. For Axtell, they have been without season melama throughout the year with a uh, broken leg, a fractured fibula. They were hoping to get her back by conference tournament time. We'll see. Her sister Sophie, strep throat. Hannah French is out with a bad back. And then Camille Fischel and Madison Eckhoff are also under the weather. So five out for Axtell. How about Wilcox-Hildreth? Bridget Beisel, she's in a boot with an ankle injury. Catherine Potter has a wrist injury. Lillian Pistolka and Brooke Guthrie are out with, frag, uh, with a finger issues. Victoria Ramsey trying to recover from a concussion, and Claire Van Lanningham tore up her shoulder as just a freshman. Seven Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons, and we hope that they can all get healthy here in a hurry and that is our injury report brought to you by family physical therapy and sports center getting you back into the game of life with two locations in carney you've been listening to the new tech seed pre-game show new tech seed your yield leader contact terry and jason stark or new tech seed dealer near you we'll tip it off next It'll be the traveling purple for Axtell, the home white with the light blue trim for the Wilcox-Hildreth-Lady Falcons. These high schools about 10 miles apart. And so they all know each other real well. Let's see how it goes tonight as we are ready to toss the ball in the air and get our doubleheader underway. And actually, Axtell just... uh, Kind of forfeits it. They didn't even really jump. They stood there and got back on defense. So the opening tip will belong to Wilcox Hildreth, and Axtell will come out and get after him immediately. Falcons moving towards our side. We set on the stage here towards the entrance at Wilcox Hildreth. You'll get to hear the band a little bit later on as well as the Falcons will dribble around Quadhammer. Their leading scorer tries to lob it into Preston. The ball is knocked away, and Axtell will come away with the steal. Outlet pass to Reagan Miller. Miller looks underneath. Good pass over the traffic. Gets it into the hands of Nickel, and Nickel will be fouled as she goes to the hoop. So two free throws coming up. Leading score is Quadhammer at 11.5 points for Wilcox-Hildreth. Then you've got uh, Wojcicki at about seven points. As the first free throw is up and in on the foul on Wojciechski. So the first point of the game tonight comes from the free throw line for Axtell. And then you look at what Axtell has as the second free throw is also good for Emmy Nickel to uh, make it two to nothing. They'll put a little full court pressure on. Melamo was their leading scorer at ten and a half, but Reagan Miller gets you nine points, Kirby gets you eight. So those are the two you have to be looking at. And the... Pressure will force a travel here on Wilcox-Hildreth. They were in the backcourt, made the catch, turned to head up the floor, and there was a Wildcat standing right there, causing the shuffle of the feet. So, right back over to the Wildcats here in the opening minute of our girls game on KKPR-FM. Carney, Axtell, Wilcox, at the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Falcons playing a 2-3 zone defense, and when you're Banged up the way you are. Not surprised to see that at both ends. And finally a three will be cast up by Caitlin Callen, and it's all net. Axtell just simply passed the ball around the perimeter, and the first person that felt comfortable took it. No one cut. No one got into the paint. They just threw it around the outside, and it's 5 nothing here. Axtell, two possessions, five points. Falcons looking for their first shot. They'll get free on the press, driving all the way in and using the glass to score is sat off back. So Wilcox Hildreth. That's what they'll need. If they break that press, they're going to have to be able to finish and get some shots to fall to hang with State rated at Axtell tonight. Skip pass over the top of the zone to Ashley Schnell on the right wing. Dribbles to the high post. Leaves it off on the left elbow for another three. Emmy Nickel, no good. And the defensive board brought down by Abby Quadhammer. Quadhammer trying to work her way through the maze. Dribbles into the double team into the front court, but finds set off back. She's on the right wing, back out to Quadhammer. Against the zone, they get it into the paint. Turn around, jumper up and in. Cal- Carly Roop. Was wide open and knocked down the little seven-footer. And it is 5-4 in favor of Axtell. Two minutes gone by here in the first quarter of play. Axtell works the ball around the perimeter. Over on the right wing, heavy side there to Callen. They're going to take another three. That time it is going to be Paige Kirby no good. And the rebound brought down by Preston here for Wilcox Hildreth. Into the front court. They try to tie up Wojcicki. She gets it to Quadhammer. She'll dribble deep into the left-hand corner and then gets out of there with it. Right on top of her the whole way defensively is Reagan Miller. Quadhammer kicks it back out. And the Falcons now will reset. Trying to pressure the ball here and make the Falcons dribble it. As they get it inside, the ball knocked away from Preston. They didn't even get it to her. It's going to be Snell on the steel outlet base on the fast break. Miller can't get the shot away. Offensive rebound back up and in. For Ashley Snell, 7-4, to Axtell. Looks like it's all going to come down to this press break for Wilcox Hildreth. Have to be able to handle it, and there's a blocking foul on Axtell. Paige Kirby, it was a good decision by Sidney Wojcicki, bringing it up in front of the benches. She saw that she wasn't in position, so she just put her head down and hustled. She was either going to get to the hoop or she was going to be fouled in the foul call. So Cax hildreth will inbound it to Quadhammer, really trying to take her right hand away here with the dribble. She goes all the way into the corner, lobs it down to the baseline to Roop, kicks it back up but over the head of Quadhammer, and out of bounds. So Axtell will regain possession of the basketball here with 4.52 to go in the first quarter, and Kaylee Trampy, a freshman, will come into the ballgame for Coach Kelly Cooksley. Axtell probably still has a couple more kids that they can bring off the bench. It'll be interesting to see how deep Coach Wipke can even go with his varsity tonight, it looks like there's total, a total of eight girls suited. 7-4, to four, Axtell, out top for another three is Reagan Miller. That's going to clank off the front of the rim. No good. Long rebound chased down by Sadoff Beck. As she tries to come up the floor, it's tipped away from behind by Callen. And the Falcons have already turned it over five times here in the first quarter. Miller with a basketball, hands it off for the three-pointer Callen. Too strong that time, and it goes all the way out of bounds to the side. So Axtell hits their first three, and they fall in love with it, and they've missed four in a row. So already five attempted, and we're not halfway through the first quarter. Seven to four. Axtell with the lead here over Wilcox-Hildreth, and the Falcons will have the basketball. Axtell will rotate in Erica Bertrand, another freshman, as they try to put the pressure on Quadhammer. She wants to dribble through the pressure and ends up traveling with a basketball. Juan Hammer, if they can do it 1-2, that's how they're going to be able to break the press tonight. But if they can't, Axtell's guards are going to be able to get after them. They're not tall without any Mellima sisters in there, so they have to do it with the pressure. Callan on the weak side, left side, skips it over to the right side. Trappi looked at the 3-0 there. Back to Callan, dribbles into the paint, dribbles it off her foot, and lost the basketball. That'll be the first turnover for Axtell. As Quadhammer brings it up the floor, Callen right on her hip, all the way to the right baseline, lobs it into the paint. Good catch and shot is good, Carly Roop. So they've got the play designed. They've just got to get the ball down to the block, Seven six Axtell. As the Cats have the ball to the right baseline, Trampy will kick it back out on the wing, right side Miller, lob it over the left elbow, and we're going to get a travel on Ashley Snell, took off before the dribble. So back-to-back turnovers for the Cats, and Wilcox Hildreth will throw it in. Want to call it a 2-2-1 zone trap, but it's not. (laughs) It's more like a 2-3 with everybody in the backcourt. As Wojcicki, two handsy for Axtell, they're going to foul. And this foul is going to be called on Erica Bertrand. That'll be her first, second team foul here on Axtell. Will Hildreth ball at midcourt. And Axtell will set back. In their 2-3 zone or 3-2 zone or box and one, trying to get Voichesky, and now a timeout going to be called by Wilcox Hildreth. They got trapped on the sideline, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 316 to go in the first quarter. Axtell 7, Wilcox Hildreth 6.
3: On air, online, and on your mobile device, Classic Hits 98.9 FM is KKPR Carney Hastings, Grand Island, and worldwide at Classic Hits989.com.
6: Out Nine, it's Falcon Basketball.
1: Quad Hammer over to Chesky She'll try a three. It is off the mark. Headed out of bounds. Roop is able to grab it. Can she stay in bounds? Yes, she does, but then the outlet pass is thrown away and a turnover for Wilcox Hildreth. Axtell trying to push the ball up the floor, but the Falcons get back. Quad Hammer shuts it down, and they'll kick it out top two, Miller. to Miller. Right into the left elbow, gives it off to Callen. Skip pass, right side, gets it to Trampy, drives the baseline. The floater no good. Fighting for the rebound, winning the battle. is going to be Carly Roop doing good here. Getting to the start tonight for Coach Wipke. 7-6 to six Axtell as Quadhammer dribbles hard with a left-hand dribble. Gets double-teamed down on the block to Preston. Reverse it over on the right wing to Satoff Beck. Back over to Quadhammer. Gets around the defender, takes it baseline. The floater skips off the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Caitlin Callen. Outlet pass a little bit behind Trampy. She tries to make the throw underneath the hoop. It's going to be knocked out of bounds by Satoff Beck. And Axtell will get it underneath their own hoop. Back in for the Cats is Paige Kirby. So so far, Coach Cooksley's used a seven-gal rotation. The Falcons, all five starters on the floor. They have yet to sub. As the inbounds pass goes to the top of the circle of the three-pointer by Paige Kirby is no good. Rebound brought down by Roop again. And a foul called on Axtell. This one will go on Ashley Snell, her first, and the team's third. By the way, ESPN 1460, they're into the second half, but the Lincoln Southwest girls. 23-9 over Kearney in a battle of top-ten teams. Southwest ranked fourth uh, in Class A, and they led 23-9. That's currently on ESPN Radio. Here, Quadhammer gets it down a little low block to her post-Preston, who kicks it back out to Quadhammer. The contested shot is no good. And then we get a jump ball on the rebound between Ashley Snell and Jordan Preston. And the arrow will point the way of Axtell. So we've been on 7-6 to six here for a little while. Axtell with the lead by one. Both teams really depleted with injury and illness coming into tonight's game. Ball fake by Kirby to the left. Brings it to the right corner to Trampy. Back out to Kirby. Dribbles to the high post and comes into the lane. Whips it around. Preston and scores. Nice shot by Paige Kirby. Kirby in traffic there. And it's 9-6 as four different players now have scored for Axtell. 90 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Well, hildred thought they had the press broke, but Ashley Snell steps in front and gets the steal, and then Axtell looks like they're going to give it right back, trying to go too fast. Third turnover for the Wildcats, but the Falcons have eight here in the first quarter. I mean, nickel back into the lineup for Axtell. Axtell has chucked up a lot of threes. They're one of six here in the quarter. They hit another one or two of those, and they get themselves a little breathing room. Quad hammer. To the top, the Wojcicki. Right-hand dribble. she with the bounce pass to set off back. Stepping in from behind to make the steal will be Paige Kirby. Numbers aren't there, but right down the middle of the floor is Ashley Schnell. Stops at the free throw line. Back over to Kirby. Ball fake. Comes into the paint again. Then nice pass out of the wing for the 19-footer. It is no good. We get another tie-up underneath. This time it'll go Wilcox-Hildreth's way as Kaylee Trampy and Jordan Preston tie it up. One minute to go here in quarter number one. Axtell, 9-6. Southwest girls now lead Carney 46-29 after three quarters on ESPN Radio. As Quadhammer comes to the left baseline, pulls up from 12. All oh, that. That'd be Quadhammer. Quick release if she can shake those two defenders that seem to be trailing her all around in a box in one or triangle in two. Axtell has it to Nickel. Still 30 seconds to go in the quarter. Back up to Trampy. Works it to the high post and hands it off to Snell. Setting the screen and driving in, taking a tough one-handed runner as Emmy Nickel, No good. Rebound pulled down and kicked out for a three-pointer. It's no good. And Preston will bring down the rebound. So here comes Wilcox Hildreth with a chance to take the lead. Quad hammer around two, around three. Can't get the shot to fall. Got her own rebound. Can't get it to go the second time. And it's out of bounds to Wilcox Hildreth. Boy, Abby Quadhammer really battled for it. Five seconds to go here in quarter number one. Wilcox Hildreth ball underneath their own hoop. Roop throws it into the corner. Quadhammer drives into the double team. Lost the ball. Picked up, though, by her teammate Wojcicki, who shot at the buzzer, will not go. And we're at the end of one quarter of play. It's Axtell 9, Wilcox Hildreth 8, Fort Carney Conference Basketball, here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
0: If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series Soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in
3: Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success.
1: A little correction on that Carney score. They have cut it to seven. So uh, they were down 14 and a the half. They've cut it to seven. 36, 29 Southwest going to the fourth quarter on ESPN 1460. Right now we're ready to go to the second quarter of play. It will be Axtell basketball. They have a slim 9 8 lead here at Wilcox Hildreth. Trying to get it back. Doro went through the hands of Paige Kirby. She was wide open. It was a great pass on along the baseline from Reagan Miller. Axtell runs it down, but they would have had an open layup. 9 8 Wildcats with the lead. Top of the circle. They'll get it to Nickel. Original five out there to Callen. She'll try the three. It won't go. Long rebound all the way out to the top. Of the key. I mean, Nickel will get here third over to Kirby. Back out for another three. This time, the left-handed three by Snell is no good. Ball is loose on the floor. And we're going to get a jump. Arrow points the way of Wilcox Hildreth. 7.23 to go here in quarter number two. Wilcox-Hildreth had nine turnovers in the first quarter. Axtell three. The Falcons ten, turn- ten rebounds to Axtell six. And there is turnover number ten for Wilcox-Hildreth trying to hustle through that full-court zone trap. One of nine right now at the free at the three-point arc for Axtell. O of one for Wilcox-Hildreth. Axtell has the basketball. Both teams playing zone. Dribbling to the left wing. Bounce pass down the baseline again. That time they find Emmy Nickel off the assist from Reagan Miller. First bucket for Nickel to go along with a pair of free throws, and Axtell's up 11 to eight. Zone trap on Carly Roop is able to bring it across the timeline with a right hand dribble. They double her. They try to triple her, and they get the steal. Looked like it was going to go out of bounds, but Reagan Miller was able to grab it. And up the floor she comes inside the paint, pulls up from ten. It's no good. Rebound grabbed by Jordan Preston, her fifth. And then a throwaway on the outlet pass. So the Falcons trying to move fast enough that they don't get into the trap. And sometimes that causes the turnover. Other times it's simply the good defense for the Wildcats who will have the ball underneath their own hoop. Throw it out to Miller. Squares up for the three and then changes their mind. Callow at the top of the circle. Rotated on the left wing to Kirby. Kirby drives into the paint, back out top for three. Callen off the iron. They're not going right now, but another long offensive rebound for Page, or for Reagan Miller. And another three on the way. Emmy Nickel, too strong. Defensive board finally brought down by Abby Quadhammer. Axtell hit their first three. They've now missed ten in a row. Wojcicki in the front court, knocked away, didn't see where the ball went, and it's going to be picked up and scored by Reagan Miller. Bad break there for Wilcox-Hildreth. Ball was tipped away, and it landed right by Wojcicki's feet, but she didn't see it, kind of like the catcher that went, where'd that ball go? And we've got a foul called on Axtell, keeping the pressure on. Caitlin Callen with her first. That's the fourth team foul on Axtell. Only one has been whistled on Wilcox-Hildreth. 13-8 now, Axtell. And the Falcons have not scored yet here in the first two minutes of the second quarter. Inbound to Quadhammer. They try to double her at every chance they can, and they end up taking her to the ground. Caitlin Callen's going to get another foul. That'll be her second, two in a row there. Substitution, Callan in, out, and Bertrand in. Again, not a lot of height out there on either team. The Falcons have just a little bit of an advantage, but they really haven't used it in the post. Inbounds pass, deflected right to me. Tell you what, I still got the hands, Heinrichs. The legend, Brent Heinrichs, front row. There was a parade when he came in, bigger than the inauguration, as the Falcons will throw the basketball in. 5.45 to go here in the second quarter. Back over to Quadhammer. Finally got a look at a three. Hits the front of the iron, though, no good. Rebound brought down by Reagan Miller, and she's off to the races, but her outlet pass over the head of everybody, and back to Wilcox Hildred. Thirteen to eight. Again, if you're just joining us, Wilcox Hildreth has seven varsity players out of their fifteen out tonight. Injury or illness. Axtell, they're missing five. Thirteen to eight. Couple of them have been out for a long time, like Melima for uh, season bellow for Axtell has been out all year after the volleyball injury. As Roop takes a three in the right-hand corner, it's off the mark, no good. Rebound grabbed on the backside by Reagan Miller, and some now need to settle down, find a way to get a shot away. And it'll be Ashley Snell to bring it up here for Axtell. On the left wing to Trampy, back to Snell. Bounce pass right wing to Miller. Into the corner, wide open three, Paige Kirby, but they're just not going in. Offensive rebound, though, off the miss by Ashley Snell. And a travel falls it. So a little rough out there right now for both ball clubs. It was 9-8, to eight, Axtell, after one. They've got the first two buckets here of this second quarter. 4.50 to go before halftime, and we're going to get a timeout. Looks like Wilcox Hildreth is going to call it. I think both coaches wanted to. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank, 4.50 to go here in the first half. It is Axtell 13, Wilcox Hildreth 8.
5: Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Mendon Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know.
3: Community people
2: you know.
1: With our producer-engineer Ed Smith, Doug Duda Bank with you here at Wilcox Hildreth. I want to thank all the fine folks here for their hospitality as always banged-up basketball teams trying to get healthy before the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament begins a week from Monday, and we will have action for you once again of the Fort Kearney and Luplat Conference Tournaments coming up in 10 days. Right now, Falcons again trying to dribble through that zone. Quadhammer gets it up there, and Wojciechski now has the ball back out to Abby. Hammer so far just the one bucket puts the ball on the floor and drives into the paint everybody's waiting for, and she lost the handle, Turnover number 14 for Wilcox, Hildreth, and Axtell's on the run. Falcons get back to shut him off, so they kick it back out around the three-point line to Ashley Snell. Skip pass over to Trappi. Kaylee playing some catch over here with Miller. Kaylee takes one dribble inside. The arc and kicks it back out against this 2-3 zone. Already 12 three-pointers attempted, but only one made here for Axtell as they skip it to the right-hand corner to Emmy Nickel. Bounce pass left wing. Faking the three, Trampy. Freshman drives to the baseline. Cut off there by Roop. And they'll rotate it right side again. Good defense this time by Wilcox Hildreth. Axel, I think, being a little cautious, maybe just to not throw up a three. And they throw up a three anyway, and it barely got there. It comes out long on the rebound and sat off Beck. Is able to grab it. They'll slow it down and hand it off to Quadhammer. Right up on her is going to be Kaylee Trampy. Trying to really box and one her all over the floor. They force it into the paint. The ball knocked away again. Another steal by the Cats. Here comes Trampy with a left hand dribble. 360s into the paint. The layup is no good. Might have even got a hand on it there for Rebecca. Sat off back. She'll get it to Quadhammer. Hammer. Brings it over the left hand dribble in front of the Axtell bench. Ooh, hits the ground hard. Coming off a switch there and just got leveled by Emmy Nickel. I don't think Abby saw it. She got around Kirby, who was or uh, Miller, who was defending her, and then right there was nickel and that'll be her first foul sixth foul on Axtell. one on the falcons not a lot of room over there where the team's set hardly room enough for the coach to even stand here is a three out of the out of bounds by voycheski it is no good and running it down in front of us here in the corner is going to be ashley snell her fourth board 13-8, 13-8, to eight, another three. This time it's Kaylee Trampy that won't go from the left wing. And then we've got a tie-up between Wojcicki and Caitlin Callen. And the arrow points the way of Axtell. 3 2 to go here in the second quarter. It's still 13-8 Axtell. Wilcox Hildreth has not scored yet in the quarter. Axtell ball underneath their own hoop. They'll square the lane. To throw it in will be Snell. Goes to the far wing to Trampy. Who dribbles and kicks it back out. Now back over on the wing for a three-pointer. Kirby, and finally, the streak is broken. Paige Kirby knocks down the three-pointer, and it is to 16-8 in favor of Axtell. Doubling things up against Wilcox. Hildreth, Wojcicki. Up top, Quadhammer thought about it. Goes back to Sydney. They're doubling down on Preston. So Quadhammer tries to dribble in and draw that double team. Lobs it into Preston on the left block. She's doubled, she's working hard, but can't get the shot. Kicks it out, Wojcicki for three. It's off the iron, no good. And the rebound grabbed by the Axdale Wildcats' Paige Kirby, who fires it out to Snell, hustles up the floor with a left-hand dribble, and before she makes a nice left-handed runner, they're going to call a hand-check foul on the Falcons. So that ends up being a good foul for Wilcox Hildreth. It's the first of the game on Carly Roop, and as we said, that's only the second so far. We're going to get a timeout now by Axtell, brought to you by Nebraska-Land National Bank with 2.19 to go in the first half of play. Axtell 16, Wilcox Hildreth 8.
3: Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden.
1: Don't forget, coming up at the half, it is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at our first half stats. Keep you updated on what else is going on tonight. A little preview of the boys' game. Two nineteen to go here in the first half, and Wilcox Hillard just can't get the offense going. Axel didn't have much, but they're up sixteen to eight as they dump in the left hand corner to Kirby. Skip pass over on the right wing to Reagan Miller. Top of the circle, Trampy. Again, most everything's around the three point arc. About the only person driving is Kirby. They kick it out for another three, all the way around and out. No good. Ball being tapped around, and Carly Roop will come out of there with her fourth rebound. There is no doubt Axtell has shot more threes than twos so far in the game as Quadhammer just works her way through four defenders. Got to the baseline, got Acosta. Oh, my. Got tackled, and they call her out of bounds. That's a tough break for Quadhammer. You could see the Axtell grabbing of her arm that pulled her to the floor, and that'll be a turnover for Wilcox Hildreth. 140 to go. Even the officials are affected by some of the illness going on. Just uh, a couple of officials working here tonight. 1.30 to go. First half, 16-8, to Axtell. They've outscored the Falcons 7-0 in the quarter. Another three, Paige Kirby. That one is off the mark, but the rebound comes all the way out to the top of the key, and Kirby runs it down, swings it to Trampy in the right-hand corner, back out to Miller, playing catch along that right wing. Everybody over there except for one, and they wanted to reverse it over here, but didn't to Miller, so they'll kick it back out top. Approaching one minute to go here in the first half, and it's Reagan Miller skipping it over to the left wing to Bertrand. Back out top, drive, and Kirby wanted to make the pass, but nobody home, and it'll be picked off by Roop, the sixth turnover for Axtell. Trouble in the backcourt, and it's stolen away. Wojcicki couldn't quite get to that desperation throw. We're going to get a jump ball, and the arrow points the way of Wilcox-Hildreth. Again, just two subs so far in the game for Axtell, and for Wilcox-Hildreth, zero subs. Halftime has to be a little strategy, but it's got to be a lot of rest as Wojcicki brings it across the timeline and then turned to throw it to Quadhammer, who was not in the front court yet, so over and back. And Wilcox-Hildreth now nine turnovers in each quarter. And that is their downfall right now. 30 seconds to go. Axtell really just trying to survive at 11-3, positioning themselves for the postseason with all the sickness and injury. They're going to take another three. Ashley Snell from the left wing, no good. Rebound brought down by Wojcicki. And she'll hand it off with 18 seconds to go to Quad Hammer. They try to double her in the pack court. She tries to dribble through all the traffic. Into the double team, ends up on the ground again and lost the basketball. Outlet pass up ahead to Kirby. Kirby in with a layup attempt. She misses it. Rebound brought down by Wojcicki, and that'll be the end of the first half of play. Wilcox held shut out in the second quarter here on their home court, and they have 19 turnovers, but if they can just figure out how to break that press and attack it, they are not too far out of this game. Halftime, Axtell 16, Wilcox Hildreth 8. This is Fort Kearney Conference Basketball on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln.
7: The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small-town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes.
2: Why choose a local independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? They represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to give you the best possible value. They're committed to their customers and their community. They work for you. They're very proud to support all the area athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight. Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney, but coverage all over the area. RIS has you covered at home, in the automobile, and on the farm. So go see Bob or Roger at RIS today.
6: Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings,
1: Time now for the Ravetta Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravetta Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Score at halftime, a low-scoring one here. It is 16-8, Axtell on top of Wilcox-Hildreth. Wilcox-Hildreth down 9-8 at the end of the first quarter, and Axtell able to shut him out, forcing a lot of turnovers there in the second quarter of play. And if you're just joining us, both teams are really depleted with a variety of injuries and illnesses. For Axtell, five players are out now. Season Mellima's been out the whole season with the broken leg. Sophie Mellima, her sister, sick, had a French, a back issue. Madison Eckhoff, Camille Fischel, both are ill as well. Wilcox-Hildreth, it's even worse. They've got uh, injuries up and down the line. None of them are sick. They're all injured. Bridget Beisel, Catherine Potter, Lillian Postolka, Victoria Ramsey, Brooke Guthrie, Claire Van Lanningham, Jessica Ramsey, they're all out. It just gives them no depth. Most of the girls are starters. Wojcicki, Quadhammer, Preston. Those have been starters throughout the season. But uh, they have not been able to sub so far in a basketball game. And even if they get back in the game, you're kind of in that tweener phase where it's going to take some extra work to catch up. And then you will even be more tired. So let's see what kind of shape Wilcox Hildreth is in. And, again, it's really affected them after a 3-0 and start. They're one out of their last nine on the season. Axtell, as we said, uh, all good losses, if you can say that. Uh, Elm Creek, Blue Hill, and Arcadia Loop City, all with at least nine wins, the teams that have beaten them on the season. But uh, they are trying to play through illness and injury as well as the top girls team with Elm Creek in a conference play. And again, they just lost at Elm Creek uh, last Tuesday by eight points. So when they have their gals, They are as good as anybody in the conference. We are scheduled to see Elm Creek take on Ravenna. That will be a top 10 girls battle on Tuesday. Boys game will follow. We'll see how the weather plays out for us, but that is our scheduled Tuesday game. And then Axtell, or excuse me, Amherst at Sumner Eddyville Miller next Thursday. The boys game will be between the top two teams right now in the conference. So uh, we were able to bring you the two girls leaders last week in Axtell and Elm Creek, the two boys leaders next week on Thursday between Amherst and SEM. Well, it's a final now down at uh, Lincoln. Carney High could not come back from a 14-point deficit. They were down 23-9 at half, and they fall 49-43 to uh, Lincoln Southwest. So after winning six in a row, back-to-back losses, the boys' game will follow. Carney is home tomorrow to take on Lincoln East, and we will also have that doubleheader on ESPN, 1460 AM, beginning at 515. Carney Catholic girls are down at Colby, Kansas, taking on the host, Colby, right now. They tipped off at 6.30 in the semifinals of the Orange and Black Tournament, the first time they've ever uh, went down to play in that tournament with teams from Kansas, Colorado, and uh, Kearney Catholic being the only Nebraska team. The Carney Catholic boys will be headed to uh, Omaha. They play at the Nebraska Prep Classic in the Ralston Arena tomorrow afternoon at 2 when they take on Gretna, who was preseason number one in Class B, and after losing to Aurora, they now set in the number two slot. So that'll be a tough one tomorrow for the Kearney Catholic boys. We've also got the Luplat Conference Wrestling Championships tomorrow afternoon here on Classic Hits. The finals will begin somewhere between 2 and 3. You never know exactly how fast the matches are going to go, but we'll be on the air by 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon from Ravenna for the annual Luplat Conference Wrestling Championships. Again here at halftime, it is Axdale 16, Wilcox Hildreth 8. We'll look at the first half numbers right after this. AgTech Crop
3: Consulting, your local crop metric dealer, Reggie and Chad Orgidson. They know what it means to offer full service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture, to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgidson with AgTech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technologies is what they do. A very support of the Wilcox-Hildreth Athletes. Good luck, Falcons.
0: If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today.
1: Pioneer. Science with service, delivering success. Again, you know, we want to thank Athletic Director Justin Patterson and the crew here at Wilcox-Hildreth for their hospitality. As you can hear, the Falcon Pet Band entertaining here at halftime. And it is time to take a look at the first half stats. Not a ton, obviously, offensively in a 16-8 game. But here's what we have for Wilcox-Hildreth. Sydney Wojcicki, three rebounds. Rebecca Sadoff-Beck, two points, four rebounds. Abby Quadhammer, two points, three rebounds. Charlie Roop, four points, three rebounds. And Jordan Preston, five rebounds. Ten rebounds in the first quarter, nine in the second. Wilcox-Hildreth has not been to the free throw line. Three pointers, 0 of 1 in the first, 0 of 4 in the second. Turnover is the big number for the Falcons. Nine in the first quarter and 10 in the second quarter. No foul trouble, only two total were called on the Falcons in the first half of play. For Axtell, Ashley Snell, two points, four rebounds. Caitlin Callen has a three-point bucket and two rebounds. Reagan Miller, two points, three rebounds. Kaylee Trampy, one rebound. Paige Kirby has five points, two rebounds. Emmy Nickel, four points and three rebounds. Six rebounds in the first quarter, nine in the second. They've only been to the line one time, and Nickel hit them both. Three point shooting. If Axtell was shooting at all good from the three point line, they would have this one put away. They were one of seven in the first quarter and one of 11 in the second quarter of play. Turnovers, three in each quarter. Only player with multiple fouls is Caitlin Callan, who has two. Axtell had nine points in the first quarter, seven in the second. At the half, the Wildcats 16 points, 15 rebounds, two out of two at the free throw line, two of 18 from three-point land, and six turnovers. But the 7th-ranked Lady Cats setting at 11-3 lead the 4-2-10. Wilcox Hildreth Falcons at the half, 16-8. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa
3: Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes, to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today.
1: Second half basketball ready to begin here. Time for our Seats to Success. Brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy, Pioneer.com and your mobile, Pioneer.com on your smartphone. The great seats to success for a better yield start with Pioneer. Well, it's obvious what Wilcox Hildreth has to do. They have to be able to break the press. Uh, They have 19 turnovers, and a lot of those folks aren't just turning it over in the backcourt on a pass. They're so hard driving with the basketball that when they get to half court, they'll run into a double or a triple team and end up falling down or just having the ball knocked away. For Axtell, they need to find a way to score inside, and they get the ball to start the second half with the basketball. The shot is on the way. It is no good. Brought down Abby Quadhammer. So a good stop there, but turned over at half court and up ahead for the layup. But Quadhammer will come in and block the shot of Reagan Miller out of bounds off of Quadhammer, but good recovery there by the five nine sophomore. As we said when we've watched her play before, she is going to be one of the great ones in this conference with two more years under her belt. Axtell underneath their own hoop, coming our way now, driving Kirby, then dishes it off for a three-pointer, and it is good. By Caitlin Callen, and even though the three was made, that's kind of what we were talking about. Kirby drove in, had an eight-footer, and then turned and kicked it back out. And when you're two of 18 from three-point land, that is not the shot necessarily you're looking for. 19 to eight as Wojcieszek drives, throws it off the glass with a right hand and scores, and that's the first points since the first quarter for Wilcox Hildreth. So it is now 19 to 10. A minute gone here. In quarter number three, Callen she's going to try another three. It's all the way around and out this time. Rebound brought down by Sydney Wojciechski. That'll be her fourth. Gets it to quad hammer, pushes it up with a left hand, dribble. Axtell bumps into her, and then she throws it underneath for Preston. Can't grab it. Oh, Wilcox Hildreth had a three on none over in the corner to grab the ball, and nobody could. And those are the little things that'll kill you. Axtell was so overplaying the ball that had Preston or Roop been able to grab it, they would have had a short jumper uncontested, but instead, that's kind of how the game has gone for wilcox hildreth So, Axtell with the basketball. Callum in the left-hand corner against the zone. Both teams have played zone and stayed in the zone. Lobbed it into the paint. Kirby, one dribble, then tried to take it up and dropped it off her leg. And out of bounds. Seventh turnover for the Wildcats. Axtell continues to put the zone pressure on. This is what has been the problem throughout the ball game for the Falcons. Wojcicki, a couple of dribbles, looks for Quadhammer. That's the problem. is the only outlet, and they're going to have trouble getting 10 seconds here as they don't. Will we get a timeout or will we get a 10? We get a 10 second. So Axtell knows that they're trying to get it to Quadhammer. They're basically doubling her, and, I mean, you can't blame the Falcons. Maybe they just don't have another gal out there with just these five that can really help them out, and they put it in Abby's hands, but she's really had to work out there. Cats with the basketball leading it by nine. Again, they haven't run away and hid by any means here. Into the right-hand corner, ball fake three that time by Miller. Then her pass picked off by Quadhammer. Abby out ahead of the pack, comes in with the left hand and scores. And that's what Wilcox Hildreth needs a little bit more of. Transition bucket, 19-12, Axtell. 5.40 to go here in the third quarter. Kirby almost walked with the basketball, gets it back up top to Ashley Snell. Over to Miller. Hammer, keeping an eye on her. Now Kirby outside the arc, takes another three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Quadhammer. That'll be her fifth. So you could kind of tape the game right now. Once in a while you throw in a bucket, but a lot of it is Falcon turnover, Wildcat missed three. That has been the story of the game. Wilcox Hildworth with 22 turnovers, and Axtell has shot 21 threes, and they've only made three of them as... Quadhammer gets it across the timeline, lots it down to Preston. All of a sudden, she's underneath the hoop and then has to try to get it to Roop in the corner. And the ball is kicked out of bounds. It looks like it'll stay with Wilcox-Hildreth. All the way in the corner, not on the baseline, but in the corner, and Voiceski to throw it in. They will not guard her. Sydney has to go to the outlet, out top to set off, back quickly to Quadhammer, Back in the corner to Wojcicki. Her pass is poked away. Early in the game, Roop got a couple of good looks inside, had a couple of buckets, but hasn't hardly even touched the ball offensively since then. And Quadhammer will take the inbounds pass over to Wojcicki on the right wing. Everybody's there except for Sadoff back on the weak side. Back up Abbey. This time open three, but it will not go. And Callen will grab the rebound. Wilcox hold with his 0 of 6 from the outside. Baseball pass down the floor. All Miller can do is grab it and dribble out of there. Shot of the way, no good. Kirby gets the rebound, puts it up, and has it blocked by Jordan Preston and here come the Falcons and then Quadhammer who's end up on the floor a bunch of times. This time they call the foul and it'll be on Paige Kirby. Her second first foul of the second half on either team and here come the Falcons. First sub of the game. Skylar Marsh, a five-eight freshman going to come in. Preston playing with the brace on her knee. They'll give her a little bit of a breather. 436 to go in the third quarter. It's only 19-12, to Axtell. And Wilcox-Hildreth with the basketball. Gets it to the top of the circle. Back to the basket there for Sadoff. Rotated down to the low post. They get it to Marsh. turnaround jumper. No good. Got her own rebound. Kicks it out for the jumper quad hammer. And she'll knock down the 16-footer. And that's six in a row by Wilcox-Hildreth. And they've cut it down to five. 19-14 Axtell. 4-10 to go. Miller to the high post. And then just stops. Swings it into the corner. Axtell, Callan. Goes weak side on a skip pass over here to Kaylee Trampy. Back up top they'll go to Nickel. Nickel just inside the arc. Back over to Callen. A lot of passing going on for Axtell and for Wilcox Hildreth, They just keep that zone packed in there. That's why Axtell shot so many threes. But this time Nickel's going to attack it. Throw the jumper up. No good. The ball got tapped out. Tapped out and Miller grabs it. Over to Callen. Three pointer. Good. Caitlin Callen has hit her third three pointer of the ball game. And we have a timeout on the floor with 3.36 to go here in the third quarter of play. Timeout, Axtell, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the Cats leading here at Wilcox Hildred, 22-14.
0: There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden.
6: You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. 9-4-4-3. Four,
1: four, with our producer engineer Ed Smith, Doug Duda back with you here at Wilcox-Hildreth, where Axtell is up 22-14. to 14. They've got up 11. Then the Falcons finally got some offense going, scored six in a row. And then the three-pointer by Callen gets it to eight. And Wilcox-Hildreth facing full-court pressure. Quad hammer to throw it in. Preston is checked back in the game. Gets it to Chesky Sydney dribbles between the double team. Then it's poked away from behind by Reagan Miller. You know when you watch Axtell run track, how fast some of these kids are. And even when Wilcox-Hildreth seems to get by him or get around him or get through them, they still catch up at about four steps and poke the ball away, as Miller did there. So Quadhammer will take it in, try to lob it down to Roop. Roop, they double her, knock it away. She's on the floor. We get a jump. The arrow points the way of Wilcox-Hildreth. So they'll have an inbounds play underneath their own hoop. Axtell just to the quicker team, and that is what's really giving some fits here to Wilcox-Hildreth as Wojcicki to throw it in. Nothing underneath, so they'll kick it into the corner. Quad hammer. Miller won't let her get up the floor, so she'll drive the baseline into Preston, and she'll turn and drive and get fouled. The drive was all of one big step to the hoop, but at least Jordan Preston will go to the line. These will be the first free throws of the game for Wilcox-Hildreth. The foul on Ashley Snell will be her second. And let's see if the sophomore, Jordan Preston, can get him on the board. And again, even with all the injuries, Wilcox Hildreth doesn't even have a senior on the roster from the beginning of the year. So not only are they are depleted with injuries, but they don't have any seniors to begin with as the first free throw is no good. Now Preston puts up the second one, and this one off to the left, no good. Wojcicki tries to get the rebound. We're going to get a jump ball. Axtell will get the ball as she ties up Ashley Snell. 308 remains here in the third quarter boys game will follow on kkprFM Carney Hildreth Keene and the World wide web platriverpreps.com Riverpreps.com Axtell with the basketball skip pass up top into the hands of Emmy Nickel swings it over to Curry to Miller back up to Miller she's going to try the three-pointer and it is good. The only points here in the quarter for Axtell are on three-pointers, but they've hit three of them in the lead now back up to 11 at 25-14 with 2.40 to go in the third. Quadhammer in the backcourt. Fires it over to Wojcicki. Outlet pass, Roop to break the press. Carly gets into the paint, got tripped up. Foul on the Cats. That was one of the better press breaks we've seen from Wilcox Hildreth, and then you see what happens when they do that. Axtell is out of sorts, and they commit the foul. Kaylee Trampy, her first. And Rupi will throw it in this time. Or Rupe, excuse me. Will throw it in this time. Short little handoff to Quadhammer on the baseline. Kicks it out on the wing. Two set off Beck. Back to Quadhammer. One dribble. Takes the contested jumper. Might have got a hand on it. It's no good. Rebound to Callen. Callan pushes the ball off the floor. Quadhammer flashes in front of her. Makes her give it off to Reagan Miller on the left wing. Now Miller starts to drive. Pulls up from nine all the way down and out. And the rebound. Another one for Wojcicki. Her sixth of the game. And, of course, it goes to Quad Hammer, who pushes it up with a left-hand dribble, stops at the elbow, tries to lob it down low to Roop, and it is tipped off of her by Caitlin Callen. Turnover, Wilcox-Hildreth. But Wilcox-Hildreth actually took care of the ball there for about three straight minutes without turning it over. That's the longest stretch of the game. Again, that was turnover number 23, but only four of those here in the third quarter, which isn't many, considering where they were in the first half. Miller brings the ball right down the middle of the floor. Starts it on the right wing. They kick it into the corner to Trampy. Back up top to Kirby. Page dribbles right side of the lane. Nothing there. Back out top. Quadhammer went for the steal. Couldn't quite get it cleanly. So Miller will fire it over to Emmy Nickel. Again, almost everything around this perimeter here. Kind of hanging out in the paint is Erica Bertrand, who has checked back in. But Erica is only 5'6". So they'll take another three from the corner, and it is good. Page, Kirby, so the threes that weren't falling early are falling now. And a timeout going to be called here by Wilcox Hildreth. With 1.26 to go in the third quarter of play, it is three straight threes by Axtell. They now lead at 28-14. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life.
3: With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in rehabilitation. A very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports
5: Center. Carney for a free estimate.
1: Time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. Wilcox Hildreth throws it away and then Voiceski steals it right back. So here comes Quadhammer up the floor. Trapped as she crosses center court. Gets it up to Roop. Throws it back out top to Wojcicki. Sydney's got an open three all the way around and out. No good. Wilcox Hildreth could use a break and they just can't get one to drop. We've got a jump ball on the rebound as Quad Hammer was tied up with Paige Kirby. This time the arrow points the way of the Falcons. So Wilcox Hildreth didn't score at all in the second quarter. And then we're down 11 getting things underway after a made three by Callen. They scored six in a row to cut it to five and then three straight threes by Axtell. And Wilcox Hildreth's in another offensive funk here 28 14 in a low scoring ball game here in the FKC. Trying to get it into Preston. She's doubly covered, and it's just too tight of a window. The ball knocked away. Axtell has brought Nicole Cederberg into the game. Driving baseline. The shot won't go for Trampy. Rebound brought down. I think that was Cederberg that got the rebound. Shot no good. Erica Bertrand gets a rebound. They'll get it into Kirby, and before she can get the shot away, they'll call her for a walk. 34 seconds to go here in quarter number three. And the Falcons... Trying to get a sub into the game here in Skylar Marsh again. Give the last 34 seconds a breather here for Jordan Preston. Again, only eight total players suited tonight for Wilcox Hildreth. They're trying to do their best, but just don't have the numbers tonight. As Quadhammer will walk it up the floor here, then Axtell tries to pop that press on. They'll throw it over to Wojciechski. swing it down to the right-hand corner. Or set off back. Back out to Sydney. Up top it goes. Miller tries to knock it away from Quadhammer. But Abby runs it down to the backcourt. Still has 12 seconds, plenty of time to go. Abby DeVoy Chesky, she's unguarded right now, but looks to throw it back to Quad Hammer. Miller knew it, grabbed it, stole it. Let's see if they can get a shot away from half court. They do, but it is short, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. The Axtell Lady Wildcats 28th, the Wilcox Hildred with Lady Falcons 14. You're listening to High School Hoops on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
3: equity to work.
5: The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight-hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission to one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th.
1: Be there. And welcome back to High School Basketball. We head to the fourth quarter of play. Axtell will get the ball here, leading the wilcox Hildreth Falcons, having them doubled up 28-14, going into the fourth. All their points in the third quarter were from three-point land, where they were four for six. And they'll start this quarter with a three. That is up and in for Emmy Nickel. So they've hit the last four threes that they've taken. They were three out of their first 21, and now they've hit four in a row. And a foul going to be called here on Axtell. Trying to rip the ball away from Sidney Wojcicki near half court. Paige Kirby with her third. That's the fourth team foul. And Axtell with a 17-point lead on their way to a 12-3 record. Quad hammer trying to stay out of that trap against the zone. Over to Wojcicki on the left wing. Drives baseline. She kicks it back out to Abby. Steps through the double team. Now Miller. Knocks the ball away. Steal is made. Head the other way. And the layup is good for Reagan Miller. She now has seven points in the basketball game. And Abby Quadhammer trying to run down the loose ball just to get it inbounded. And does. Boy, she's going to be tired. And now a foul on Paige Kirby. That is her fourth. And how soon will Coach Cooksley pull this press off? It's 33-14 with seven minutes to go in the basketball game. Plus, uh... You look at Axtell, and they uh, are off tomorrow, so maybe the rest factor isn't a big deal, but when you're depleted, got to be a little careful as Wojcicki's shot at the other end is off the mark. No good, and then two of the Wildcats each went for the rebound, and neither one got it, so a break here for Wilcox but They'll get it underneath their own hoop. Yes, they've had trouble scoring during the last few stretches here, but not quite like this as Wojcicki on the inbounds misses the 6-footer. The rebound brought down by Callen. Caitlin tries to go coast-to-coast, but double dribbled. Tried to cross over, but instead double dribbled. 11th turnover in the game for Axtell. As the inbounds pass for the Falcons gets to Wojciechski. Swing it over to Quad Hammer and another steal as they get it up to Roop, and then Roop commits the personal foul. That'll be the second, and actually that is only the fourth foul of the entire game called on Wilcox-Hildreth. So it'll be Axtell Ball at midcourt. In fact, it's only the third foul called in the entire game. They're not pressing and they're setting back in the zone, and Axtell's shooting three, so there haven't been a lot of Opportunities to foul, I guess, if you want to say that. Roop out there covering Kirby. Now she'll get the ball back and fire the three, and it is good. Unbelievable. Couldn't throw it in the ocean, and now you can't miss. That's five straight threes that Axtell has made, and it's 36-14. that on the press, they steal the basketball, and Quadhammer will foul Ashley Snell as she goes in for the shot. That'll be the first on Abby, and these will be the second free throws of the game. for Axtell, and it looks like we're going to get a timeout before that happens, called by the wilcox with Falcons. They'll have one remaining, brought to you by Nebraska-Land National Bank, with 6:16 to go in the game. Axtell has now scored 17 straight points, and they lead at 36-14.
0: The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt you'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today.
1: 616 remains here in our girls' basketball game. The boys will follow here on Classic Hits. KKPR-FM, Kearney, Wilcox, and Axtell. And as we come out of the timeout, Ashley Snell goes to the line to shoot two free throws, but the first one is no good. The lefty will put the second one up, and it's in and out no good. And the rebound brought down by Jordan Preston, her sixth of the game. A 17-0 run here by Axtell after Wilcox have scored six in a row in that third quarter to cut it to five. Roop on the right wing with it, back out to Wojciechski. Swings it over to Quadhammer, ball fake, can't get the shot away. Bounce pass on the block, good one to Preston, double team, good ball movement out to Quadhammer for three, but it will not go. Long rebound to Wojciechski. her follow shot will not go. And then it is going to be grabbed by the purple and white of Axtell. Ashley Snell will come out of there with it, brings it all the way into the paint, leaves it off for Callen, off balance, she'll throw it up, it won't go. Can't find the ball, so Snell says thank you. Dishes it out to Callan for three. Caitlin Catlin has hit four three-pointers in the game, and it is 39-14. This was a 19-14 game with about four minutes to go in the third quarter. On the right wing, Wojcicki to the baseline, takes the jumper. It spins around and out. No good. Preston, though, got the offensive put back. And finally, some more points on the board here for the Falcons, 39-16. That will end that 20 to nothing run. Another three. That breaks another run, but an offensive rebound by Ashley Snell off the Kirby miss. And another three. Top of the key. No good. Rebound brought down by Roop. So that had been six consecutive made threes. And now they missed these two. And we've got an offensive foul bringing the ball up the floor here for the Wilcox Hold with Falcons. Looks like somebody. Maybe inadvertently set a bad screen. Wojcicki with her second. Just the third team foul. Don't forget when we're done. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show will run down the final stats and get you ready for the boys game tonight. Wilcox Hildreth will be favored there over the young Axtell team, but they're also banged up a little bit on the Falcon boys. Here's a little give and go by Axtell, but nobody went. The two freshmen Kaylee Trampy dribbling in, was expecting Erica Bertrand to come down the baseline. Erica was stationed in the corner, and the ball just simply rolled out of bounds as Quadhammer will throw over the top of the zone, down to the baseline. There's Preston, drives it again, has the shot blocked from behind by Caitlin Callen, and then we get a jump ball. Arrow points the way of the Falcons. Carney High boys right now playing Lincoln Southwest on ESPN 1460. The girls game, Southwest beat Carney 49-43. On the inbounds, a steal for Axtell. Callen drives, gives it off. Nice dish, but Miller missed the layup, and then it goes out of bounds off the Falcons. Good job by Roop to come back, make Miller make that pass, and now Axtell has to work for it. So the Cats will throw it in underneath their own hoop stack, the left side of the lane, and they'll throw it underneath. There's an open jumper that is off the glass and in for Caitlin Callen who now has a game-high 14 points, 41-16, Axtell. Four minutes to go in our game. Wojcicki, jump pass down to Roop, tries to get the shot away, knocked out of her hands by Callen. Out of bounds it goes. It'll stay with the Falcons. And to throw it in as they stack the left side of the lane will be Wojcicki into the corner, quad hammer off the screen, open for the three. They still have not been able to get one to go, Oh for 9. Ball rolls out of bounds, and it will stay with Axtell. They had a hand on it, then poked away. And again, there's not a lot of subs to bring in. It is a 25-point game. It kind of has the w- way the game's gone. It hasn't felt that way. Axtell finally hit some threes, and that's the difference. As they continue to look for more, Kirby in the right corner, back out to Callen. Callan dribbles into the paint, switches hands, puts the runner up, no good. Voiceski will grab her eighth rebound of the ballgame, try to bring it up the floor, forced to give it up there by Paige Kirby and finds Quadhammer. Quadhammer avoids the double team, throws over the top of it to Wojcicki. Nobody guards her, so she brings it into the paint. Little pull-up from six, but it will not go. Preston tips it to Roop, who missed. Roop got it again. And then I think we have a foul underneath. Carly, who had a couple of buckets in the first quarter, He's going to be headed to the line here. This is only the second trip to the free-throw line for the team of Wilcox Hildreth. And now it looks like Axtell's getting ready to uh, get to their bench here. First free-throw by Carly Roop. It's on the way and no good for the junior. In for Axtell. Once again, it'll be Nicole Cederberg. Well, I guess they're not clearing the bench. That's still Ashley Snell and Emmy Nickel back in with 3.12 to go. Second free throw now for Roop is up. It is no good. And it will be Axtell basketball. A Sarah Care Hospice. A Sarah Care Hospice mattering. They are one of our great uh, sponsors talking about the moment of the game. Well, it's obviously the way that the three-pointers have drained down here in the second half for Axtell after being 2 of 18 in the first half. Here's a steal made by Quadhammer. She's going to go coast to coast and lay it up and in. A rare turnover. And transition bucket, and Abby Quadhammer now has eight points for Wilcox Hildreth. And another three, Kirby casts it up, and it is good. Maybe it was the bucket they were shooting at. Maybe you can't make it down at the far end. Two of 18 in the first half, and in the second half, eight of 12, 44-18. As the trailer quad hammer looked at the three, takes a dribble down to Preston on the left block, spins towards the hoop, shot no good. Rebound brought down by Kaylee Trampy, and then she ran into quad hammer. That'll be a foul on Abby. So the three-point shooting in the second half, our Care difference of the game, brought to you by Osaricare Hospice, caring for the moments that matter, with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Axtell, 2.15 to go in the game. This game was 19-14 early in the third. As the Wildcats rotate it around the perimeter, get it to Kirby. Bounce pass to the baseline, checking in is Morgan Miller. Miller back out to Kirby, drives but can't get a shot away. Kicks it out for another three-pointer by Ashley Snell, and it is good. Now Axtell needs to save a few of these up. 47-18, 1.50 to go in the game. We'll see the rest of the players for Wilcox-Hildreth getting ready to check in. As Sat off Beck has it on the right wing. They get it to the high post. Roop turnaround jumper no good. Ball is grabbed by Jordan Preston. And then it is taken away from her. Turnover number 31 and a reach-in foul on Wilcox-Hildreth. And that will allow all the subs to come into the basketball game. With 1.37 remaining here in the fourth quarter. And we'll try and get you all the names. Shouldn't be too hard for... The Falcons they only had eight suited up, so Skylar Marsh is back in there along with Breanne Lieb and Shelby Hort. Axtell has brought in Harper-Wells. She's got the ball at the top of the circle. Cedarberg's back in there. We mentioned Morgan Miller. And then over on the left wing, the three-pointer is on the way, and it is going to be no good for Katrina Club, and it is out of bounds. So... That is everybody that's new into the ballgame as we play out the string here with a minute 15 to go and another turnover for Wilcox Hildreth. So a lot of growing to do here for the Falcons, as we said. No seniors and a lot of kids that are out tonight, seven of their varsity players out of the ball game, But they, they hustled. They just didn't have enough tonight for Axtell. Well, Cox Hildreth will be back in action at Amherst tomorrow. Amherst has also been struggling on the girls' side, so somebody's going to be able to get back in the win column tomorrow. Axtell at the top of the circle with a minute to go. Harper Wells swinging over to the left wing. Nothing there for Club. Skip pass right side. Driving in, drawing the foul is going to be Kaylee Trampy, who has yet to score, so she'll get an opportunity to do so from the free throw line with 51 seconds remaining. The foul was called on Sadoff Beck, and now the free throws. Trampy, first one is up, and no good. Back in Frankstell, Erica Bertrand. I believe everybody has found a way to get into the game for both teams, as we said, with all the injuries and illness. There are not that many suited up. Second free throw, no good. Rebound brought down by Skylar Marsh, her second. She'll get it to Sadoff Beck. Brings it into the front court with 45 seconds to go. Bounce pass right side, going to be... Deflected out of bounds by Bertrand. Wilcox-Hildreth will fall to 4-11. and 11. Maxtell will improve to 12-3. and three. Falcons will get it into Sadoff-Beck in front of their own bench. Dribbles into the right-hand corner. Bounces it back out for Hort. Everybody on that right wing kicks it over there for the three-pointer. Sadoff-Beck, no good. Trying to run it down was Hort, but ran out of real estate. And out of bounds it goes. 30 seconds to go. Time for maybe another shot or two here for Axtell as they bring it into the front court. Then the pass gets away, and it's going to be an over and back. There was no JV girls game, so none of these kids got to play earlier because of all the injury and illness. There just wasn't enough kids to play JV. Well, cox with will throw it in. 20 seconds to go. Sat off back to the right wing. Trying to shake her defender. Dribbling, dribbling. Gets it back out to Lieb. Back over to Hort. Can't get a shot away. Seven seconds to go. Somebody's going to have to take it. They'll lob it inside. The ball's going to be knocked away by Erica Bertrand. Bertrand trying to get to the other end for a shot as time expires. That will be the ball game. The final score, Axtell, 47 47- And Wilcox-Hildreth, 18, and again, if you just joined us, it was 19-14 Axtell with about five minutes to go in the third quarter, and then the three-point barrage took over. The New West Post Game Show takes over for us when we return here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Welcome back to Wilcox-Hildreth High School, where it's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. They're also honoring the teammates program here at Wilcox-Hildreth. We've really seen just from all – I was joking with the folks when I showed up. I think three of the last four or four of the last five games we've done, they've honored the teammates. They did it at Minden the other night. They're doing it here. I don't even remember the other place that it was uh, that the teammates program has been really big. So they are honoring that here uh, between the games. And then our boys game will get warmed up. We'll give you the final stats right after this.
4: Athletes come in all shapes and sizes. And Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club. Whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back. See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine.
0: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramson will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number.
4: Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at hastings.edu.
1: Let's take a look now at the final stats of our girls' basketball game. First off for Wilcox Hildreth. Sydney Wojcicki, two points and eight rebounds. Rebecca sadoff back. Two points, four rebounds. Abby Quadhammer led the way with eight points, six rebounds, and a block. Carly Roop had four points, eight rebounds. Jordan Preston, two points, eight rebounds. And Skylar Marsh had two rebounds. 19 rebounds in the first half, 17 in the second half. Free throw shooting. They went to the line twice and missed them all in the second half of play. For the three-point shooting, 0 of 5 in each half. Turnovers, 19 in the first half, 14 in the second half. Wilcox-Hildreth had eight points at halftime. They scored 10 in the second half. The Falcons held to a season-low 18 points, 36 rebounds. They were 0 of 4 from the free throw line, 0 of 10 from three-point land, two blocks, 33 turnovers. Wilcox-Hildreth now 4 and 11. They will go to Amherst tomorrow. Then they'll go to Silver Lake uh, coming up on the 24th, so that would be Tuesday. And Silver Lake only has one win, so there's a get- to get a chance for both of those teams to uh, battle for a win. So if Wilcox Hildreth can just get somebody healthy to help out these first five, they may have a shot here in their next two. For Axtell, Erica Bertrand had a rebound. Ashley Schnell, five points and a team high, eight rebounds. Caitlin Callen had 14 points, tied for the team high. She had four three-pointers, five rebounds and a block. Reagan Miller, seven points, four rebounds. Kaylee Trampy, two rebounds. Paige Kirby also had four threes and had 14 points to tie for the team high. Four rebounds. Emmy Nickel, seven points, three rebounds. Nicole Cederberg had one rebound in the contest. For Axtell, 15 rebounds in the first half. They had 13 in the second half. Three-point shooting. Here's the number for you. Two of 18 in the first half. Nine of 14, it looks like, in the second half. Amazing number in the second half for Axtell. Turnovers, six of the first half and eight of the second half. 16 points at halftime, 31 in the second half. And remember, they made nine threes in the second half. 47 points, 28 rebounds, two out of six at the free throw line. 11 of 32 from three-point land. One block, 14 turnovers, Axtell, Ranked seventh and tenth in the two-state newspapers, is now 12 and three on the season, and they will be off until next Thursday when they travel to Loomis, and then they're back home one week from tonight to take on Eustace Farnham. The Carney High boys lead Lincoln Southwest 15 to nine after one quarter. The Carney girls lost 49-43. You can hear that on ESPN 1460. You can also hear Saint Cecilia and Aquinas. On 1230 AM, KHAS and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Final score, Axel 47 and Wilcox Hilden with 18. Our boys game is about 20 minutes away. We'll be back in 15. For our producer, Engineer Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Keep it here for more Fort Kearney Conference basketball.
4: Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities.